So you're gonna go see this all lady thing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This all, all lady mammoth thing. Yeah, I, I want to go see the all lady thing. You do? I do. It's gonna be after our podcast is over. Yeah, May. They're saying. Weird. Yeah, yes. May. Wait, we're gonna be done this by May? I think so. Yeah, for sure we yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. Way, way done it. Yeah. So, Whew. but we maybe we do a reunion episode. I mean, about it. Are we ever gonna stop talking about Glengarry Glen Ross into microphones? Probably not. You don't think? No. It'll just go on forever? I mean, yeah, I oh. do. I, I think th- it won't be a minute by minute thing, but it's always going to come up. Yeah, I mean... No matter what we're doing, talking into microphones, <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Gagman Ross is going to come up. Even just talking without microphones. Wait, are we talking about this? Or are we speaking, are we about, speaking it? about it? We're talking about it. ideas. But I mean, yeah, I mean, we talk about it all the time anyway, so... Sure. It's it's the microphone part that I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't the GDR minute come back after you've seen this all lady production? Right. And give to a report. talk about it. So you're not going to go with me? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't. Can I say that I disagree with the entirety of Please what's do. happening? Yeah, and you're not alone. A lot of, it's a very controversial thing. I guess it's controversial, but it seems to me. That why do you engage in the art of your oppressor to to prove that you're no longer oppressed? Seems weird, right? <laughs> I, I see what you're saying. I understand completely. And like I said, you're not alone. I mean, women playwrights are pretty much out of their minds over this because... Because yeah. they're writing plays for, for women. women. Right, exactly. Yeah, and exactly. instead of doing them... Yeah. We're doing a play written by a guy who doesn't write plays for women. No, and in fact has been oft criticized to be practically anti-woman. Yeah. So, I, And maybe that's why. Maybe that's the allure. Like maybe we're taking all of this back. We're taking back the chauvinism. We're taking it all back. But I just think it doesn't do anything for the movement. I think yeah. it stalls the movement. Yeah. Because I mean, it's still very much required of a gentleman playwright. <laughs> Right? Yeah. The, the creator of the ideas that you're presenting is very male, and the ideas therein are very male. Right. I mean, I guess in a way it's sort of, it's the irony of it, I guess, that's going to shine a light on, you know, the, the issue. And, and, but maybe we already know the issue. You're not wrong. And I'm, it doesn't need a light shine I'm on sure it. that was presented in a meeting, yeah. that very idea. Right. And I'm sure that's how it got made. I've suggested it before. Like, I, I remember when I took the master class, the Mammoth master class. I do. I wrote on, um, there was a discussion of Glen Gary, and I, I, for some dumb reason, I started writing things <laughs> in, this, <laughs> in this online forum, you know, and I said, I've always wanted to see an all-female version of Glen Gary, Glen Ross, because I think it would be interesting to hear women calling each other cocksuckers or, you know... <laughs> Using all this heavily male language to shed a light uh-huh. on the chauvinism and the misogyny in our society. Interesting. And this woman wrote back and she was like, oh, but th- that doesn't work at all. You can't, you know, what, they, they have to change the names of the characters. They have to change all the dialogue. This, and like, she had no imagination for how yeah, it Yeah, that's could, very much work. besides the point, yeah, in my opinion. It is. <laughs> yeah. It absolutely is. But that's yeah. one, one you know, argument against it. Sure. And I'm like, that, no, you don't, you're, sure. you're missing the point yeah. entirely. Agreed. That it doesn't matter that it's women playing the roles. Right. It's, it's the characters that are the right. important thing. Right, right, know, right. Anyway. Right. So uh, I, I'm curious to see it. And if uh, I'll wait until the reviews come out. If it looks like it's going to be good. And the cast, too. We haven't seen who the cast. Mm-hmm. So if the cast is interesting and they get some, you know, some heavy hitters. I'm it could sure be really it'll great. be a very impressive and talented cast. 
It could be. It ha- it would have to be. I think a lot of women would not want to do it, though. I yes, if I were a woman, I would not want to do it. Right. I would. I definitely would steer clear of this. Yeah. I th- I think it's a mistake. Yeah. I think it's silly, and I think it's a mistake. <laughs> The woman who's directing it, Amy Morton, I've seen her on stage. I saw her in um, August Osage County on Broadway, and she was brilliant. I'm I mean, sure she is. So amazingly good. Right. And uh, I think she won the Tony that year. Is that or right? Or at least was nominated for sure because right. she was amazing. Right. And the night I saw it, they were doing the uh, Equity Fights AIDS uh, things where they, they make an announcement from the stage at the end of the show say we're collecting for Equity Fights AIDS this and that and they send the cast sometimes out into the lobby sure. with like buckets yes. and you put money in a bucket yeah we do that yeah here exactly often. Yeah. so sh- Amy Morton who had just bared her ever loving soul <laughs> on the stage for three hours uh-huh. I, mean, I, I mean at the end of the play she must be emotionally wrecked it's grueling. every night it's, it's, a grueling. Grueling. it's a grueling performance it really is yeah. and I, we come out of the theater, and there she is standing in the lobby, like cuddling this bucket, this pink bucket for yeah. Equity Fights AIDS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just looks, you know, ragged. Wrung and just, out. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, of course I'm going to give her money. You know, <laughs> so she looked like a homeless person. Yeah, standing of course. There. Yeah, yeah. I felt so bad for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, uh, but she was, and it was, it was everybody's such a weird, got a night to hold the bucket. Yeah, it was such a weird <laughs> thing. Like, you'd put $20 and be like, you were amazing. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? It was yeah. such a weird Yeah, exactly. It's such and a get weird yourself feeling. something nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you were very good. <laughs> like, but yeah, like really. Grandma yeah, on exactly. school play night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were so good. <laughs> Here's $20. <laughs> Have fun at the diner with your friends. Right. <laughs> so it, she's That's a brilliant, brilliantly talented actress. So I, I don't know anything about her, and I totally take your word for it. I trust you. Yeah. Um, that play alone, August Osage County. I mean, that's like to be in that is going to put you through the ringer on yeah. on some level. Great play. Yeah, really good. Anyway, welcome to the Glenn Gary Glenn Ross Minute. Yes. Where Bill and I are going to step aside and two ladies are going to do the show from from now on. Wouldn't that be interesting? I uh, No. <laughs> no. The whole time I'd be like, why are you talking about this? And we'd have, a, we'd have a hard time finding a couple of ladies to do it, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes. I'm, just, I'm racking my brain. Well, yeah. You know, to think of anybody. I don't would, know any lady no. that could conduct a symposium on anything. Oh. No, that hurt. That was... <laughs> That's... I can think of lots that yeah, would do no, that. Yeah, no, of course, of course. I'm kidding. I, but I, I just, but who, anybody who would want to talk about this. Nobody wants to talk about Glengarry. Right. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I barely want to talk about it. <laughs> no, you love no, talking about it. No, I do. I it. love talking about it. But I'm yeah. all over the place. And I think we this have... This whole female cast thing has got me rattled. I know. I <laughs> And I want to tell you something else. What? I, I'm pro uh, Ocean's 8. I'm all about it. I love that. Uh-huh. I love the female versions of almost anything. Uh, how is that different than this? It's different because... Uh, that because the writer whoever it was Soderbergh I don't know if he wrote those yeah the writer of those films was not drastically entrenched in a sort of anti-feminist movement right 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 True. so right. there there's that and th- th- just to pay credence to it is to me is not like you're I understand the 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 effort is probably to take that back and to make it feminine and to prove that all things can flourish with a feminist touch. I right. get that. I totally get that. And I support that idea. I don't think this is the way to do that. I see what you're saying. I right? mean, I think... But, uh, the uh, Ghostbusters, I'm all for it. Th- that was a funnier movie, quite yeah. frankly. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see it, but I understand. They're funnier. The, the thing is, I think one person might say, if we're going to take that back, let's 
let's take let's go as far as we can with it to take it back. So let's take the most masculine, you know, right. thing and we'll take that over. Yeah. I think you said that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess that's where they're going. But I guess. The, the other thing, the oceans thing and the Ghostbusters thing is different because it's kind of like we're taking the premise. It's not like we're taking the film. That's also true. They're not just remaking the exactly. Film. Yeah. yeah, they're taking the premise and, yeah. and adapting it for female characters. Yes, rather than just having a female character play George Clooney or whatever. That's right. You know. So. Yes. And did we not come up with female casts? We did months ago. We, of course, because we're way ahead of the game. Well, on this whole Glen Gary thing. Twenty-eight years after the movie came out, we are way ahead of the game. I recall on this you. Whole Gary thing. Uh, you just off mic. You just took credit for for saying that you wanted to see an all female version. Of, I do want to see it. Um, but you said this before the, yeah, it, there were exactly. even rumblings. Yeah, right? for sure. And I want to give credit to Scott, Twitter Scott. Right. <laughs> he he offered the initial impetus to to come up with female cast and all female cast. So like I'm all I'm I'm all for it in terms of concept, but you're actually gonna think there's gonna be a female Ricky Roma. Yeah, and um, she's gonna be parading around, <laughs> calling someone a stupid fucking gun. That's right. Yeah, I want to see that. You do? I'm hoping it'll be Carla Gugino. <laughs> you know, but we'll see. We'll see who it is. Okay. <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> And a little little guginoed up over there. I am. It's the wine. It's the Thunderbird <laughs> wine makes me a little, you know, randy. <laughs> well, be a little less randy. <laughs> Quite frankly, be a little less wine gardener too while you're at it. You can help fill in the blanks. Do you uh, think I should change my name to Randy? <laughs> randy Weingartner. Randy Weingartner. It sounds like a folk singer of yeah, some sort. For the third phase of your life when yeah. you become an elderly adult actor. <laughs> you should yeah. become Randy Weingartner. Yes. Yeah. That way, when I go out to dinner as Bill Weingartner, no one will know it's me, and they won't bother me at my table while I'm eating. By the way, the origin of that name, Weingartner, uh-huh. are there vintners in your lineage? Uh, that's a good question. Are there vintners in your lineage? <laughs> I love that sentence. <laughs> I don't mind saying so. I think there must have been. It's, yep. from, it's from the German, you know, Weingartner. Sure. And uh, I don't know if there were vintners in my family back in the Ger- back in Germany. Well, in the how old how else would they come by the name? Do you think? Right. So when they went to Ellis Island, whatever became Wine Gardener. Wine Gardener, yeah. Um, so, I, but I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a genius. You're more connected to Thunderbird Wine than you know, buddy. I might be. That's yeah. Absolutely right. Yes. Because yeah. it seems like a very Wine Gardener grape <laughs> <laughs> to have grown. Well, we know the Gallows did. Oh, that. that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of disappointing. Like, you like, I'm well, because I brought in all that information about the gallows. We, <laughs> we know the gallows did that. It was just gallows humor. <laughs> oh, boy. That is at Bill Weingartner on Twitter. Let him know how you feel. I find applause hands work really well. Just let him know. Let him hear it. Yeah, I love an emoji. Like A nice, <laughs> yeah. a nice emoji yeah. would be great. I love it. Thank you. You do love an emoji. <laughs> I do, too. You do. <laughs> Bill, yeah. what episode is this? This is uh, number 82. 82? I know. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Science, math, and geology. Another stuff is numerology. Numerology. Did you know that 82 is a happy number? Is it? How's yeah. that? <laughs> like, what makes it so happy? Is it? How's that? <laughs> It's very infomercial of you. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> uh, 
I, uh, I'll explain. A happy number is defined by the following process. Now, stay tuned. This is going to get a little, little bumpy. Okay. But you, if you stay in there. Starting with any positive integer, replace the number by the sum of the squares of its digits in base 10 and repeat the process until the number either equals 1, where it will stay, or it loops endlessly in a cycle that does not include 1. Are you with me so far? No. Yeah, of course. Me neither. <laughs> those numbers for which this process ends in one are the happy numbers. Okay. Those that do not end in one. Unhappy? Unhappy number. <laughs> sad number. Oh, it's a sad number. It's either one. You can call it happy what, or sad? however you like. No, unhappy or sad. Oh, okay. See, you really, you really are happy averse. You, you don't even know <laughs> what the opposite of happy is. <laughs> well, that makes me very happy. If I don't even, I don't even know what the opposite of happy oh, is. Oh, maybe it See? just makes me unhappy. That's right. Yeah. See. Well, there you go. Happy number. First of all, I just wanted to say there are such things as happy numbers. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it is amazing. I, and I, all this time, I thought mathematicians were boring and had no fun, but now I see they have like e. E- e- Even after emerp, <laughs> they have emerps. They have happy numbers. It's How did like you know I was going to bring up emerp? Yeah, well, they're just sitting around masturbating all the time about numbers. If that doesn't prove to you the frivolity and joyousness in the mathematician community, I don't know what will. Nothing. Emerp. Yeah, emerp. Happy numbers. I mean, they're, they're just having a ball over there. Well, and there are unhappy numbers. Well, just so you know. I mean, there ha- there's two sides to every coin, though. <laughs> there's a yin and there's a yang. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, if you're going to have an 82, you know, you have to also have an 81 that's sad. But you don't know that it's sad. It could, I don't. That could also be happy. It could be. <laughs> but some other number that's sad. There's some sad numbers out there. And I wonder if... I tell you what, more, I know one is the loneliest number. Boom. I know that. That's, <laughs> that can't be a happy number. And I know... But it, it ends in one. When it's cold, it's a three-dog night. It could be a happy number. Uh, that's true. It could be a happy number. Do you know one. what a three-dog night means? Yeah, of course. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't think everybody does. Well, why don't you tell them? No, you tell them. Well, as you know, in medieval times, of course, when it was cold, yeah, and you had dogs around your castle uh, to protect you, and if it was particularly cold, you'd put three dogs in the bed with you to That's keep right. you warm. So That's it'd be right. a three-dog night. That's you right. Me- you measured the coldness, it was a, it was the, relative, <laughs> the relative warmness or coldness yeah. of a night by yeah. dog. It was like a BTU for. For measuring heat. That's right. How much heat do you need? <laughs> About four dogs. This was before <laughs> before Therm came around with his thermometer, and uh, you just measured everything by dog. Remind me, I have housekeeping about that. Oh, because I was good. so embarrassed that nobody knows who the fuck invented the thermometer. <laughs> I feel like we got to do something okay. about that. We'll clean that. And up. I have a housekeeping about. Okay, well, let's finish the numerology segment first. Do you remember Mikhail's Navy? Of course. Do you remember what they called? Their uh, their old Captain Binghamton. You remember what his nickname was? Old Ironsides. Nope. Close. Uh, I think it was a play on Old Ironsides. Uh, I don't remember. Old Leadbottom. Old Leadbottom. They called That's him Old Leadbottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, old what is eighty-two the atomic number of Bill? Bottom. Yep. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so I hate you so much. <laughs> Does that mean I'm not an infomercial the, the guy anymore? The atomic number of bottom. <laughs> Can we talk about lead for a second? Please. Will you come with me? <laughs> or do I have to drag you? Take me with you. Okay. <sighs> oh, man. You can lead me to lead. Boy. You see how that works? I'm not even going to give out your Twitter <laughs> handle on that. It's, that's just, it's just insane. So, lead, do you, do you happen to know the uh, the uh, periodic table, the elements? Do you know the, the, the number, the letter designation? Excuse me. I can't remember it anymore. I give up now. But you did know at one time. Yeah, one time. I'm sure I did. 
It's PB. Oh. It reminds yeah. me of you. PB? Yeah. And J? Because I just feel like you're always having, you either just had peanut butter <laughs> or you're about to have peanut butter. <laughs> Oh my god, that's yeah. funny. And I'm pretty leaden overall. Well, you know, yeah, like no, you weigh me down. Yeah. <laughs> you hold things up. <laughs> you anchor shit. You weigh me down. And I feel like as I get older, like my feet are becoming made of lead. Yeah, like you as, feel like you get some old, heavy. Like, that's the that's, legs are getting heavier. Yeah, that's the way I feel age in my. I hear that. I've I had this notice this thing. I you know I try to play basketball like once a week with these guys. <laughs> And all of them are younger than me. And I've noticed lately there's this new thing that's happening with my body, <laughs> which is, I call it the gathering. Do we have a jingle for this segment? No, but we should. New I, things I, happening to I, Bill's body? <laughs> I call it the gathering. And, you know, one, from the moment when my brain says, quick, go over there and <laughs> get that basketball, till the t- there's a good two or three seconds of time wherein there's a lot of motion that happens to try to get the body started moving in that general direction. Yeah. And it's, it, I, I've never noticed it before. It's a big, it's a longer ramp up. Yeah. There's a, a big bigger, process yeah. to get, to get things moving. Whereas, you know, in my youth, it was like you would, you wouldn't even have to think it. I was already over there. Oh shit. Yeah. I was quick. I had the well, quicks. I mean, <laughs> compared to now. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as a little, let's say as a little kid, I'm sure I was pretty quick. You had the quick twitch muscles going. Yeah. They, they are not as, they don't fire as quickly. No, they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so the lead thing, I feel like a lead bottom when I try to move around on a basketball well, court. Well, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah. Old lead bottom. Ugh, it's awful. Yeah. Well, I mean, all right. So PB is, I, I need to say this, from the Latin plumbum, which I think is pretty great. <laughs> which, of course, translates to... Lead bottom. Lead bottom. Plum bum. Plum bum. That's right. That's right. So there you go. Yeah. Perfect. You are uh, essentially a plum bum, plum bum. to me. <laughs> uh, it is 82. It has, lead has the, ato- the highest atomic number of any stable element. Oh, it's, so fucking, it's fucking heavy. It's, fu- it's the highest atomic number, and it's fucking stable, bitch. Oh, is it stable? It's the, it's the most stable. stable. If it's yeah. the to- yeah. highest atomic number. Exactly. How about that? Um, that's right. That's why you wear it. That's why they wear it for like radiation and stuff to protect you from radiation. Very good. I'm going to get to that. Oh, sorry. I'm, I didn't mean no, to jump the I'm, gun. No, I'm impressed. It, tell us. You want to tell us more? You know about lead, or like, should you want to? Like when you go to the dentist. You just want me to do my fucking segment, or you? What do you want to do? I'll just sit How here. How do you want to? <laughs> no, I have. I have all the. It's because right. it's run know, it. Run me through. It, it. repels radiation. Yeah, yeah. Huh? yeah. Right. So bullets. We use them. You know, I'm going to spray you full of lead. You know, That's sure. Right. Bullet. Early bullets were all lead because right. it was cheap. And is malleable. Easy to make a bullet, easy to mine. There you go. Perfect. What do we need most of? Bullets. Bullets. <laughs> uh, it's used in construction often. Uh, most famously, in 1993, the base of the Leaning Tower of Pisa was stabilized with 600 tons of lead. That's a lot of lead. I think they were like, hey, this thing's going to fall over. Yeah. <laughs> let's get some lead in here. Before it's the fallen over Tower of Pisa, <laughs> let's get some lead in here. Now, you've seen the tower. Nope, never been what there. What in the F? Never been to Pisa. Have you seen it? I have. Yeah. How is it? Uh, like you'd expect. Le- leaned over <laughs> a little, little bit? Yeah. It's a little tilty. <laughs> now, can you go? You can't go in it, it's right? It's actually, structurally, it's a beautiful, beautiful tower. Yeah, I'm sure. It's, I mean, uh, from an architectural standpoint, it's dynamic. It's really beautiful. 
It just uh, wasn't wasn't so hot on the foundation part. <laughs> but you can't go in anymore, right? It's I could not go in. Yeah. I don't know what the state. I don't know after maybe the six hundred tons of lead. I don't know. Maybe you seems, can go in it now. I guess it seems dangerous for the general public because it's leaning. Yeah. Well, I mean, all those, all those Batman evil lairs. They yeah, were all crooked. all those Batman villains could go in easy. They were all crooked. And they and <laughs> they could hen- walk around there no the problem. Henchmen, yeah, the henchmen would have no problem walking around that tower. <laughs> <laughs> Cesar Romero loves it. He vacations <laughs> there. <laughs> Love it. Uh, lead acid batteries, obviously. Yes. With the acid in the base of the lead really conducts a good, uh, really generates some some electricity there. Yeah. It's nice. That's that's what we have in our cars and all that kind of that's stuff. That's right. Right. Yeah. Shielding material from radiation, as you alluded to. You got your, your lead uh, bib. That's right. At your the lead dentist. bib at the dentist. Yeah. Uh, sailboat keels, weight belts. When I first started in the theater, uh, all of fly rail weights were lead because it, you could get the heaviest counterweight with the least amount of space. Oh, on the sure. arbor, which is the thing that is the counterweight to whatever's on stage. Right. And it probably was cheaper than <laughs> steel or whatever. Cheaper and, and more effective. Like, yeah. again, you could stack like four lead weights and it's much heavier than, say, four pig iron weights. Right. You know? Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think for a while they were using lead in every goddamn thing. <laughs> right? I Pen- mean, it's in the paint. Pencils. It's in the, right? Pencils. Paint, pencils. Number two pencil. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's been, we, we don't, I mean, let me just say it right now. Go ahead. What would we do without lead? <laughs> right? I mean, we wouldn't have any radiation because it would be getting in our skin and everything. We wouldn't be able to wait, write with a pencil. Wait, 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 wait You know, wait. we wouldn't have bullets. We wouldn't have, we wouldn't have, have any, any radiation. We, you're saying the good radiation. Yeah. The radiation we need. Yeah. We wouldn't be able to get it without lead. That's right. I don't understand anything you're saying. <laughs> Here's what I do know. They used it in every motherfucking goddamn thing, and then they realized it was toxic. <laughs> and that's my favorite thing about lead. It's a toxin that accumulates in the soft tissues and bones. It acts as a neurotoxin, damaging nervous systems and interfering with the function of biological enzymes. Let's put it in the paint. <laughs> Let's throw right. it up on our walls. Yeah, lead paint. Let's that's put right. it in the pencils that everybody's chewing on. <laughs> Let's put it in bullets. Let me buy your number two pencil. I'll show you to chew it. <laughs> There's actually, I learned something on the radio about this, that lead is damaging the ecosystem uh, all over the world because hunters shoot uh, game or whatever with right, lead bullets. Right. And then what happens is it, it either gets eaten by humans, and so they ingest some amount of the lead because the lead shatters. <laughs> the bullet like shatters inside the animal. If you eat that kind of thing. Right. <laughs> or... What also happens is they leave the dead carcass out there, and then other animals come and eat it, uh-huh. and then the lead gets and inside it gets them. Yeah. And so over time, as sure. this has been happening, the animals are evolving. Sure. And so they're going to eventually, we're going to have these giant, evil, lead, you know, resistant creatures <laughs> that are out there who are imperceptible by, to bullets. By lead resistant, you mean bulletproof? Yeah, they're going to be bull- yeah. fucking bulletproof okay. animals. All right, I love it. If we if we take that out far I love enough. It. You know, so. If I could make all animals bulletproof today, I would do it. I think you're right. We should do that. Bunch of fucking asshole hunters. <laughs> Seriously. Right? Ruining the ecosystem yeah. just for sport. For or no whatever. reason. Right, exactly. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to upset you. That gets me all worked up, buddy. I know, I didn't mean to upset you. <laughs> fucking, they're a bunch of fucking bullies. That's all they are. That's right. Ugh. All right. 
Moving on. Yes. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of this lead stuff. Do we have another Messier object? We do. Messier number 82. Oh, my God. There are I think Messier's got stuff through the 80s, <laughs> so get used to it. <laughs> He's got a starburst galaxy in the constellation Ursa Major, which, you know, we know the very big well. Bear. You and I especially. Yeah. The big bear. That's right. right. Yeah. Like the edge. That's right. The <laughs> Bart, Bart <Yeah>. the bear. <laughs> By the way, I got to get back to those edge notes I took. <laughs> I got to. We got to run those down someday. I'll tell you. For, spe- astronomically speaking, <laughs> I think the stuff with the big bear was a little over, little over the top. I mean, we had the little bear. That was a plenty. We didn't need that over the top big bear. It's that true. Was just we ridiculous. didn't. That's true. I look up in the sky. I'm like, come on. Yeah. And then we had to add that constellation of big wooden sharp logs and a spherical ball that we swung at the big bear. I know. It's stu- so dumb. And then there's that, that other constellation so stupid. of the guys wearing the, wearing the bear skin. Wearing the bear skins. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can't even look the at that. The perfectly tailored bear vests. I pray for cloudy weather at night so I don't have to see that. Yeah, no one wants to be exposed to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> the 82 is a model number of a bomb, Bill. It's called the Mark 82. What? Yeah. This is the most violent numerology segment we've ever had. Look, I don't make the numbers. <laughs> I just report on the numbers. So don't don't bring that to me. When we started out with happy numbers, I was in a good place. Happy number. Look, we're making bombs. That's life, isn't it? You get a happy number, you get a bomb. What do you? That's it's a grab bag, buddy. Groundlessness. Practice it. You got peanut butter and you got eight peanut butter. <laughs> that's what that's, I'm saying. That's where you go. That's it's what I'm saying. Two, two the Mark eighty two bomb is described as a non guided general purpose bomb. <laughs> Which I relate to. <laughs> I feel very much like a non-guided general purpose bomb. <laughs> I, I have a real issue with the term general purpose bomb. What? Like what? They make it sound like the bomb is for anything. No. It's like, need to clean your floor? If put I the, may. Put if the I marketing may. tool on it. Blow it up. That'll clean it if out If I you. may. For all things bombing related, <laughs> it is generally acceptable. That's... What it means. Okay. It's a general right. purpose bomb. Okay. For anything you need bombed, this one will do it for okay. you. Okay. <laughs> if you need it. Okay. It's so, not going to be specific. Right. You know what I mean? You can't target you can't. it, but you can get a general explosion going. Great. Yeah. For those times you don't really care where you're blowing up. Yeah, exactly. If you don't really give a shit about what you're blowing up, use this one. Get a smattering. You know, get some specific bombs. Get some Mark 82s. Throw some Mark 82s in there. It'll just to fill it out That's a little right. bit. You know, it's just like yeah. it's like when you when you plant hostas around your flowers, <laughs> just to fill it like a little ground fill to fill yeah, it out. Yeah, that's right. You know? Okay. Yeah, I got it. You might have enemies you think are around here. You don't know exactly <laughs> where they are. They're right around here. Better just to bomb them. We're gonna get the Mark 82s on yeah, this. Yes, let's just. I mean, we'll be fine. We don't want to take any chances. Yeah, that's right. Mark 82. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, it's the number of games in any NHL or NBA regular season. That's right. That, it is right. Yeah. Right? 82. Uh-huh. Now, let me ask you this, Bill. Uh, every year, you get a Greg Antony, you get a Clark Kellogg, you get somebody saying, there's too many games. They do say or, that. there's not enough games. Right. Whatever <laughs> right. the fuck. What, how, where do you feel? How do you feel about an 82-game season? I think the, the regular season is fine. Boom. I think it's perfect. I think the playoffs are too long. And I don't know if it's the number of games. Uh-huh. I do miss the five game first five round. Five game first round, good. Loved that. Really good. Um, but I do think they the, there's too much rest or something. That the scheduling of the playoff games is is just horrendous. You're now. right about that. And it goes on. You're for, absolutely you know, right. Like, They've turned on, this travel day idea into like a, a mini vacation between playoff games. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really bananas. Bad. It is bad. So you're the but the 82 games on paper Seems in concept good is good for you. Yeah, it feels good to me. How you play 41 at home. You play 41 on the road. Not, what do you, what do you think? I love it. 
Yeah. I mean, I think, and I think you can't change it now. Yeah. It, you know, the stats would be it, things all get all screwy. Yeah. You know. Yep. Uh, and then what would you do? You know, there'd only be sixty games. Everybody's lobbying for less games. I say less preseason games. Yeah. I say let's make the first ten games the preseason. Sure. And whoever gets out alive gets out alive. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I think that's true. Right. The the starters don't play that much in the preseason anyway. That's right. right. So yeah, it's like it's a it's summer league extended. Yeah, just hit the ground running. That's right. Yeah. These, these guys, <laughs> they don't need preseason. These fucking guys. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, we always end on some kind of NFL nonsense, especially in the 70s and 80s. Yep. Uh, we got the Wizard of Oz, Ozzie Newsome. <laughs> I want to shout uh, out to him. You remember yeah, him? Yeah, of course. He's the GM of the Baltimore Ravens. He still, is. Yeah, still, that's right. Yeah. 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 And, and a great receiver in his own right. He was. Uh, he, he went. Really he good. had 150 straight games with a reception. That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. 150 games. Yeah. That's a bunch of seasons. <laughs> it really is. Making a catch every Yeah, that's game. almost 10 seasons. Yeah. Of making a catch every That's game. amazing. That's great. Yeah. Uh, Shannon Sharp and John Stallworth. I'm throwing those guys in. Oh, sure. You know, Shannon Sharp was, I mean, is he arguably the, the best tight end ever? He was great. Uh, yeah. Playing with Elway those years? Yeah, he was really he good. He was amazing. Yeah, right? he was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shannon Sharp. I'll throw in uh, from your Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles, number 82, Tory Smith. What? what? What are you doing? What do you mean? Why are you doing that? Because the Super Bowl Eagle Why you champion, doing Philadelphia me, winners. Why are you doing this at all? <laughs> it just came to mind for number 82. But why him? Because. because 82. 82. <laughs> that's, that's it? Why. That's yeah. the only reason? That's the only reason. Yeah. You think he should be mentioned in the same breath as Ozzie Newsome, Shannon Sharp, and John Stallworth? <laughs> Then fuck off. <laughs> Get out of here with your 82. <laughs> no, I don't. I, he's not as uh, clearly not as good as those guys. No. But I'm just saying Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. <laughs> All right. Are you good? I'm good. You feeling good about yeah. that? <laughs> well, buddy, that's all I have. Oh. What? Oh, Trip Murphy's car in, <laughs> what? in Herbie Fully Loaded. Was number 82. Trip Murphy played by Matt Dillon. What the hell are That's we talking a, well, about? We're talking about Herbie Fully Loaded. <laughs> and if you can't get on board with that, I don't know what to tell you. I, I wish you're not a fan of the Herbie series. I, I liked the love bug. Yes. When I was a child and I saw the old Herbies. Well, sure. Of course, I loved them. Okay. When was Herbie Fully Loaded made? Oh, five. Oh, five. 2005. Yes. See, that's. Uh... But now it's fully loaded. <laughs> You get it? <laughs> now he's got power windows and shit. I think you're fully loaded. Power seats. <laughs> power seats. Power windows. <laughs> what else? Bluetooth? Does he have Bluetooth of in there? <laughs> Shift on the fly, four-wheel drive. ABS brakes? You name it. Airbags. ABS brakes? I don't know for sure. Well, if they ain't I got mean, a, you ABS brakes, you might want locking brakes on a, on a racing buggy. <laughs> might you? You might. Maybe. You might, because no. you might want to do some drifting. Oh, that's true. You know what I'm saying? You got the handbrake. You could do. Something. You got to go handbrake on yeah. that, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> You're right about that. Does he have a handbrake? He's fully loaded. Okay, okay just checking. <laughs> How many times do I have to say it? <laughs> that means the load, fucking full. <laughs> so you ask me if there's a handbrake. That's a goddamn handbrake. Okay? Didn't see it. Didn't see the I'm, film. I'm disgusted. <laughs> Herbie the love bug. Yeah, I, I know Herbie. Okay. Sure. All yeah. right. You don't want to get on board. That's fine. <laughs> I'm done with this segment. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going to enjoy a delicious minute of Al Pacino. Oh, boy. It's so delicious.
It's unfortunate we have to stop it there. I know. Let's well, tell us where we're stopping. Oh, uh, do you you want to know the first rule? You know, if you ever spent a day in your life, stop. And then yeah, that's the end of the minute. It is. We all know the first rule. We do. And we're gonna. Well, you and I are gonna restrain ourselves, are we not? Yeah, I think we should. I think we should too. Yeah. But it's a good rule. It is a very good <laughs> right? rule. It's like, in the world of this movie, it's the only rule. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. And we'll save that for Minute 83. We certainly will. Because there's a lot to say about it. Oh, and there's so much to say about this minute going exactly. back to the top of it. Let's do that. First of all, who the F is Lemkin? That's it. That's the question. <laughs> that is the question. Of this minute. And we've talked about this on Twitter. We certainly with have. With some fellas. I forget who brought it up. Somebody brilliantly brought it up. Yeah, either Cosmo or Scott or yeah, somebody. Someone, yeah, someone. Someone. I uh, Apologies, because it's a brilliant question. Who the fuck is Lemkin? Right. Or Lim- <laughs> they said even Lemkin. Is it Lemkin? Is it Lemkin? Like, what's his name? We don't know. It sounds like Lemkin He's still using Lemkin. Yeah, yeah. I would say. But uh, And but, I think Lemkin is a pretty popular surname. Could, yeah, I've absolutely. Seen it, you know, yeah. I've seen it. Lemkin. And, and some of the theories of who Lemkin are. Yeah. Because there's a few possibilities that we can... Run them down, two dubs. Infer from the script. For sure. One is, it's the surname of either Mitch or Murray. Oh. Potentially, right? Or both. Or both, if they're brothers. I'm going to Lemkins. Yeah, they... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it could be that. Right. Or it could be someone who's who's superior I do, to That's Mitch what I think. I think it's a, it's a higher tier. Yeah, like yeah. he's the Mitch and Murray are the the lieutenants, and there's a general. That's right, General Lempkin That's above them. Right. He's like a general purpose Lempkin, <laughs> who uh, who is there really running the business. Yeah, but he's he's so removed from the day to day operations. Yeah. That you deal with Mitch and Murray. I, I, that's the that's the sense you get because we've we heard the name one time and one time only. It's almost like they dare not talk about Lemkin. That's right. You know what I mean? The name that shall not be spoken. That's right. Yeah. But Ricky, you Ricky's got it like that with Lemkin. <laughs> right? Well, there's that. And also that he's like, it's almost like when you call up customer service and you get the guy and you're like, uh, no, I want to speak to the manager. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? like, oh, yeah. You keep escalating it until you get to Lemkin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And he's escalating this customer service call all the way up to Lemkin. <laughs> Here at this point, because he already said I'm going to go to Mitch and Murray, and then he sort of changes his mind. No, no, no. You know what I'm going to do? You know what? Yeah, <laughs> I'm going a little further than that. That's right. I'm going all the way to Lemkin. Lemkin. <laughs> and again, he's doing it. He does the hand things yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to Lemkin. And again, he right raises up, sort of on his tiptoes again as he says, "Oh I'm yeah, going to Lemkin." Yeah, yeah. You got to puff it up when you're talking about Lemkin. <laughs> yeah, that's you right. can't. There's no sinking. <laughs> no, when you're talking about Lemkin. No, that's the that's the top. You're puffing it out. Yeah, Red Robin style. Lemkin. Lemkin. Uh, it's amazing. It's amazing that it that we never get an explanation. We don't even want an explanation. Right. Doesn't We're just one. okay with Lemkin being another, another tier in the hierarchy, right? And you know, another level up. The yep. bo- the boss battle would be against Lemkin after Re- you yes. fought Mitch and Murray. Exactly, you'd have to then fight Lemkin. <laughs> That's the ultimate boss. The battle. Ultimate and then the game, boss battle. the game would end after, after Lemkin. After you defeat Lemkin. Sure, That's right. Sure, sure. After that, Premier Properties doesn't exist anymore. Well, you get the leads and you save the princess, and then That's right. you beat Lemkin. That's right. Then you're done. Yeah, yeah. and then it's, you you ride away in a Cadillac. Yeah, slaying the dragon. That's right. You ride away in a Cadillac. That's right. Yeah. Um, have oh, you ever had a GGR uh, Atari game? Oh, that like would be fun. 80s era Atari <laughs> game. Holy shit! Like it would be like the ET game where you had to go around and collect those. Uh, yeah, those, I had it. Those 
I um, played it ad nauseum. The, the, the little candies, the Reese's yeah, Pieces. That's you right. go around collecting Reese's Pieces. That's but unless right. you go around collecting leads. With the good leads. The, right. <laughs> the Glengarry leads. Yeah, well, there'd be blue leads, and then it'd be the, 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 the R, the, the pink leads. That's right. And you'd want to get that's the pink right. ones. You, yeah, you have blue leads. <laughs> what a, come it's on. Just, I mean, those are, it just weighs you down. They're old. They're ancient. <laughs> that's right. Um, so have you ever had to go to Lemkin, like in your life? Have you uh, ever Lemkin? Been like, yeah, have you ever been like, uh, the, I'm going to Lemkin? Not, um, no, but I've met the Lemkin and used my time wisely. Okay. Does that make sense? I think so, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. I didn't go to Lemkin. But given an audience with a Lemkin, uh-huh. I tried to make some headway. Good. For good. sure. Yeah, but I've never had to threaten to go to Lemkin. To Lemkin. <laughs> yeah. How about you? I remember when my, uh, when my father died, oh. there, there was a situation with his car. Like I, I was his, um, the inheritance the guy. Beneficiary who, no, the beneficiary? No, the, uh, the person who runs the- Oh, you're the, the executor. The executor, uh-huh. thank you, of his will. And he had a car and- um, I was gifting it to my sister, and I there was some problem with the title or whatever, blah blah. We couldn't get it all worked out, and my wife had just recently. It was a Ford. He drove a Ford uh, Taurus. Okay. And my wife had just recently done a job for Ford Motor Company, doing oh. their big dealer meeting out in Detroit, and so we were having so much trouble with this thing and getting the the Ford Motor Credit people to release the 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 title. Right. That she had just worked with the CEO. Oh. Of Ford. Oh. So we, so we called. Ford Lemkin. Yeah, we called Ford Lemkin. <laughs> and, or emailed him, or she, she emailed him, I think, and said, Look, we're having trouble with this thing. Right. And within hours, oh, shit. it was fixed. That's the best. Yeah, it was amazing. That's the best. Yeah, he was a good guy. Uh, I don't think he's the CEO of Ford any longer, but he was. Well, a, he, then he, he might have been a good guy. <laughs> no, he like saved their. Uh, it was Malali, was his last name. Uh huh. And he like saved their business, like they were doing terrible, and he kind of re yeah, resurrected yeah, yeah. the business right. for them. So uh, that was the one time I can think of where I went to Lemkin. You did go to Lemkin and got something done. I've never actually threatened to or gone to Lemkin. I have tried in like doing customer angry customer service calls to be like, you know, like be on the internet and look up the name of the CEO of the uh-huh. company. Like, okay, I want to speak to Lemkin. Sir, sir, we don't patch people through to Lemkin. I, I don't know that dead extension, sir. God damn, gay and I'd be like, dog is back. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, no, I want to speak to Lemkin. Yeah. I'm going to hold until you put me through to Lemkin. Yeah. Sir, I'm sorry, sir. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Or whatever. No, and, Mr. And Lemkin is unavailable. Yeah, no, you don't get through to Lemkin. No, that you way. don't. That's Unless not the way you're to Ricky do Roma. it. Yeah. Right? But he's got a private line with Lemkin. You, you know? think? Direct line to Lemkin. Some, somehow. He's the top name on the board. He's going direct to Lemkin? He just said so. Well, he said he could go to Lemkin. I'm going to Lemkin. <laughs> There's no could about it. Lemkin doesn't sound like a word anymore. <laughs> Lemkin, 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 Lemkin. <laughs> I said Jolly G. Willikers so many times, I've lost all meaning. Uh, I don't care whose nephew you are. Whose dick you're who's sucking on. Dick you're sucking on. Oh, who you know. Who you know. Whose right. dick you're sucking on. I don't care whose nephew you are. Who you know. Whose dick you're sucking on, you're going out. I swear to you, you're going. And then the train, the train and then the yeah. Balin, yeah. and it all settles down again yeah, right yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah. It's great filmmaking and in a, this moment. It really is. Yeah. And I have to applaud Al for something, sort of following over from the previous minute to, to this moment where he's kind of reaches this emotional peak and the train comes through. Yeah. Is that the very first line of this speech, 
you stupid fucking cunt. Yeah. Yes. He starts it's it. It's a build. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, he starts yeah, yeah. it at a place where he can build to this. Exactly. Whereas many actors might immediately launch into exclamation point. Yeah. You stupid fucking cunt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they have nowhere to go. Right. So They'd have to, at some point, bring it way down and then build it again. Yeah, exactly. But Al right. just, you know. He starts it at the bottom it, yeah. and climbs that mountain. Right. Yeah. Step by step, he goes up, 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 up. Oh, man. And it's great. Yeah. And so as he's, I swear to you, you're going. And then the train and then Balin says, hey, fella, <laughs> let's get this done. <laughs> and again, I say, if anyone's casting a production and they need a Balin, you're in. I will travel. <laughs> I, I will work for virtually nothing. I, I just, I need to do this. <laughs> I need to be Balin before all is said and done. <laughs> I do. What do you think? Can I do it? Absolutely. If it were up to you, I'd cast you. You'd in a give me a Balin. Absolutely. You throw Balin at me. Hundred oh, percent. I'd love it. Wear like a cheap tie and the yep. whole thing. I'd love it. Yeah, I think it, it would work. Yeah. Hey, fella, <laughs> let's get this done. <laughs> like, right. And you have to understand Balin's point of view at this point. He has interviewed all of the relevant sub- suspects, but one. Right. Roma. Yeah. So he's, he's waiting on wait, one he's, prima donna. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And now the prima donna is wasting his time standing here yelling at this other shit. Dressing truck. down some middle manager that right. I barely know. Exactly. I am trying to get to Arby's. <laughs> Roma. Let's, let's go. go. Let's get this done, fella. <laughs> I love it. I am so hungry. Hey, fella, let's get this done. I am so close to being hangry right now. <laughs> Come on, man. I think he's there. I think he's there. You think he's hangry? I do, yeah. Oh. Would you please? I'd like to get some lunch. You don't bring up the meal unless you're hangry. I think. I think. <laughs> That's true. When you're at work, you know, it's kind of like, you know. Right. I haven't had lunch yet. I, <laughs> this thing I put in my plate, I don't know what the fuck. It's all food related, you know. You, right. On my plate. That's I like how that. you know you're hangry. Right. When you start just saying right? food stuff without This leaves a bad it. taste in my mouth. There's too much <laughs> on my plate. I think you're hangry. I think you're right. <laughs> Have a Snickers. That's <laughs> really satisfied. That would be a good commercial if, like, they show, they showed, you know, uh, it, it's Jude Chichalala, and he's just like, "Come on, can we get this done, huh?" And then it turns into like a real, you know, a sweet regular person. <laughs> Have a Snickers. It really satisfies. You know what I mean? Like that would I would I think I would really associate with that. You would. Yeah. It would be a commercial for four people. <laughs> But we would love it. We would, we would love, love every single second really of it. <laughs> I mean, if they want that demographic to eat Snickers, they should really get to work. Right. That, I right? mean, what, we are the forgotten demographic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the middle-aged men who enjoy Glengarry Glen Ross. Why are they not catering to us? I have no idea. I don't either. It's uh, very unfair. Yeah, it is. That's exactly what it is. And I'll tell you something else. <laughs> no, I won't. Give me two Snickers. <laughs> give me another Snickers to go, and I'll tell you something else. <laughs> it's just there's so much fertile ground here. Give me two Snickers and two Mars bars. Give me the same thing to go, and I'll tell you something else. <laughs> there's so much fertile ground here. <laughs> I don't know why they're not mining this. I agree with you. I think they can't get the rights. That's probably why. Ah. Yeah. So forget it. I also kind of love Dave Moss ordering Mars bars. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty great. <laughs> Seems like a Mars bar kind of guy. Give actually. me two Snickers. Give me two Whatchamacallits. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I don't know what you mean. Watch McCollins. Oh boy! You what? What? I don't. You have to be more specific. I watch McCollins. <laughs> yeah. Insert a who's on first reference yeah. here, and we're in. It's comedy. Yeah, comedy gold. 
So as that happens, uh, hey, fella, let's get this gun. Ricky stops. That does stop him. He turns towards Balin, and he saunters a bit, and he turns back to John. Right. And he says, anyone in this office lives on his wits. <laughs> and then he turns back to Balin. I'm going to be with you in a second. Yeah. <laughs> and I love this. It's I love so this. good. Like when he crosses to Balin, it's, it's like, okay, I relent. I'm done. Let's go in the office. And he wa- like walks over towards him. That's right. But then he decides, no, no, I'm not done yet. That's right. <laughs> but it's enough. But it's enough to satisfy Balin that they're like making progress. Yeah, he's he seems very excited that he's finally going to get. But then no, nope, yeah, not then, yet. So he turns back around. Yep. And he gives him <laughs> lives on his wits. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to be with you in a second. And then he turns back to Williamson. There's a pause, and he, Ricky does a little lip smacking here. <laughs> does a little lip licking, and then he lays it out. Yeah. He lays out what Williamson has been hired for. <laughs> what you're, hired, what you're for. hired for is to help us. Does that seem clear to you? <laughs> and then we get a shot of Williamson. Yes. Good call. He's very unhappy. Yeah. Looking and like he's getting a little sick of getting worked over. He is. He, he almost answers him. Like he moves his mouth. You're right. For you're right. Is, does that seem clear to you? And he's almost like, okay, I, I know. R- Ricky. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But he keeps, keeps his mouth shut. He does. Gets more to help us, <laughs> not to fuck us up. <laughs> to help men who are going out there to try to earn a living, you fairy, you company man. Can we stop here and we, talk about fairy? We sure can. <laughs> I mean, and we, we the list of things he's called him in this minute. We talked about the last minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this minute, so far, you know, I don't care whose nephew you are, <laughs> who you know, whose dick you're sucking on, you fairy, you company man. <laughs> I mean, it's just like the list of things that he, the epithets that he calls yeah. them are just fantastic. Fairy shocks me more than cunt in, in this speech. Really? It really does. And it goes... That's o- just, and that's that's obviously my background and upbringing. Right. I could give a shit about the word cunt, but fairy is like, ooh, no, don't, that's, don't say that. It's interesting because it ties into your guttural reaction to how, how, who, how, who told you you could work with men, mm-hmm. and now he calls them a fairy. That's right. It's a very... Uh, I have a lot of my connected. identity wrapped up in, in machismo. Interesting. <laughs> to some degree. I mean, uh, less so now. Sure. You know, I mean, I, we're all being enlightened to some degree. We're yeah. all trying to be. Um, and I, machismo to me doesn't necessarily mean anti-feminist. It just means when there are only men there, there's a way you act. Right. You right. know what I mean by that? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's very, it's a very primal thing that happens. There's a yeah. sort of like silverback gorilla thing yeah, that goes it's, on. It's alpha, alpha, beta nonsense. Yeah, exactly. And and it is mostly nonsense. Yeah. And I hate it. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been you you were on athletic teams. Sure, you're, you've been in locker rooms. I've, yeah, I've been there. There is there, there's only one way to behave in a locker room. Yeah, and you either get on board or you get out of the locker room. Right, right. I guess. Yeah. And I don't. And this none of this means anti anything or or nobody. There's no derogatory concept or any feelings towards anybody or anything. It's just it's the way men act when they get together. Right. You know. Yep. And I'm the first one to call out if somebody's being misogynist in that situation or if somebody's being chauvinist or anti-feminist or whatever. But that doesn't change the fact that men, when they gather, are going to behave in a way. Right. And it's unavoidable. It's, in, it's genetically written. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 there's this dominance thing that comes out. Right. And, uh, and you, you learn quickly. Like, I was never the dominant 
you know, the alpha male. Right, right. Anyway. Right. In my whole life that I can think of. Right. So I, so I never aspired to that position. Yes. Right. In a locker room. Right. So I was fine to let other people do yeah. it. Yeah. And not get involved in it. Yeah. So and it's all silly postulating. It's, yeah, it, I mean, none of it amounts to anything. Really. And I wonder if if it has to do with, I guess it does. Have something to do with your upbringing. So, for example, I had an older sister, and so for me, and she was always the alpha. There was there was no, you know, there was no discussion about right. that. Right. And I don't know if it had happened with you and your brother, whether there was like jockeying for position in the family unit. No. A to B. Ironically speaking, my older brother was acted more like a younger brother. Ah, does this make sense to you? It does. It doesn't surprise me at all. Like I would often defend him against bullies and sure. things. You know, like he's a very gentle man. He's a very gentle soul. It's yeah. true. Yeah, 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 and very meek and meager, and and sadly would let people, you know, take advantage. Sure. Um. So I, as a younger brother, I played the older brother role more often than not. Gotcha. So I guess that sort of inspires a kind of like puff at your chest yeah, quality. You exactly. Know? And then you. you I don't know if I gravitated towards work that you know, sort of that that was that that was part and parcel right. with, but here I am. Yeah, that's what I do. Interesting. Though. Yeah, it is interesting. Huh. What about that? Uh, what I'm hired for is to help them. <laughs> Does that seem clear to me? Uh, not to fuck us up is pretty that's, great, right? Yeah, it's so great. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> You fairy. Did we talk about how fairy arrested me? I don't like we it. Did. I don't, that's, I don't that's like a, it. Yeah, that's how we got to the whole alpha male yeah. thing. And, and you company yeah. man. Company man is yeah. a good one. It is a yeah. good one. Yeah. Because it, it implies he has no spine or backbone that's right. apart from the company. That's right. But he does he everything. acts in aid of the company exactly. and has no thought of his own. What is this in aid of? <laughs> right? I'll tell you something else. I hope you rip the joint off. I can tell our friend here a little something might help him to catch you. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> and especially when he says to catch you. Yeah. It almost sounds like he's saying to cashew. To catch you. <laughs> to get some cashews. <laughs> because I love them. Especially the big meaty ones. Ah, we could use a cashew over here. <laughs> Who's got is it salted and roasted? Roma. I need a cashew. Because uh, Balin's hungry, you know. He is well, hungry. Ca- cashew's good for when you're peckish. That is. It's a good it's a good source of fat, <laughs> the cashew. It's like a healthy fat. Now he's I have a I have an issue with that. I can tell our friend here a little something might help him to catch you. <laughs> He's saying it in front of the cop. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm totally going to fabricate some shit to make you seem guilty. <laughs> Is this okay with you, officer? <laughs> like, that's what's happening here, right? Yeah. Am I, I mean, reading the situation wrong? I think I think he's being facetious, though. You know, When you say it in front of the cop, it loses all its teeth. <laughs> if you said it, if it was just the two of them... Williamson might sweat a little bit. Like, right, right. You know, what if yeah. they believe Ricky? Right, but right, you, right. when you say it in front of the cop. Yeah, it's it's a little uh, silly, <laughs> the whole thing. I mean, he's already told him he's going to take his job. He's going to go to his boss. He's going to yeah. go to his boss's boss. And then I'm going to pin this robbery on you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> on also. top of that. Right. Yeah, he's kind of grasping at straws when he gets to it's that right. point. Like, he's he's pulling no punches. Like, anything, yeah. I, anything I can do to you. Right, that's anything right. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. also going to tie your shoes together. I understand you have children. I'm going to give you a hot foot. <laughs> You're never going to see your children again. Just be prepared Whoa. for that. Whoa. <laughs> Old Ransom Ricky came out. Yeah, that's right. How about it? <laughs> if you ever see your children again, you will give me a big pile a fucking of Cadillac. Glengarry Leeds in a Cadillac. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and $6,000. <000. laughs> 
<laughs> Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the, I'm going back to the help us not fuck us up thing. Yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to figure, put my finger on what is so hilarious about it. it, it it's kind of, the, the fuck us up is kind of like unexpected, I guess, is what makes it so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. you're hired for right. is to help us. Right. Does that seem clear to you? Right. It's being very sincere. Yeah, yeah, To yeah. help us. And then the delivery on the fuck, not to fuck, fuck us, us up. up. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, though. It's great. Oh, my God. I mean, and it's hilarious. It is hilarious. Because it is really it's funny. like saying to a bricklayer, what you're hired for <laughs> is to lay bricks. <laughs> Not to shit on the sidewalk. Right, exactly. Right? Like, it's like, it doesn't need to be explained ever. Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's, right? It's, again, it's superfluous. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's uh, the, what makes it so funny is it's, it's so over the top in its obviousness. <laughs> right? It's like, he's stating the obvious that's exactly to Williamson. Right. That's exactly right. Uh, as if he doesn't know that he's hired to not fuck yeah, them up. Yeah, in case you, you know. were wondering. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what makes if it so funny. If you think fucking me up is part of your job description, <laughs> you let me disavow of that right now. <laughs> it's very funny. It is funny. Um, and then, yeah, and then he starts into the office and stops. And when he stops this time, Balin literally, I don't know if you saw it, but he, you can see him over Ricky's shoulder. And when Ricky stops and turns back around, Balin is, he does everything but throw his hands up. Like, you, he gestures with his head as if to be like, are you kidding me? This windbag is still talking. I'm trying to get a roast beef. God damn it. He, he plays it so well, though. It's very, very funny. He's great. And he's, 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 he's over the Ricky's shoulder in a lot of these scenes. Most of this minute. Yeah, he's just standing minute. behind him yeah, exactly. like an umpire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and so we do see a lot of Jude's face and we see him like looking over Ricky's shoulder at Ricky. And then in this one, like standing at the door waiting for Ricky. I love you know? it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. He's and great. Ricky has false started him twice now. Right, right. About going to go sit for this interview. Right. And you just wants to get some lunch. And you know, of of all of the interrogations they've done, this is probably the easiest one, because Roma is probably the least likely suspect. Well, it seems like Shelley was the easiest one. Well, that's the thing. That boom, one boom, went, boom. Yeah, that went really fast. <laughs> yeah. But up to this point, you would think in when they first came in, Williamson was probably like, "Well, I don't think it was Roma because his contract is here." Right. And blah blah blah. Right. You know, and whatever. Right. He's he's getting the good leads anyway. He doesn't need to steal them. Amen. So, uh, this is this is uh, probably just a formality to talk to Ricky anyway. Right. So that makes it even more annoying that you can't get it over with to go to lunch. <laughs> I mean, I mean that drive-through fills up around twelve thirty. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's it's important. You got to get there. You know, That's early, right. a little early. That's right. Yeah. You know? I also love how Balin has clearly defined, like, what does my character want? Lunch. Right. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Easy. Can we get this done? I'm done. I'm done wanting to play anybody but Balin. <laughs> Give it to me now, someone. <laughs> it's not too much to ask. Is no, it? it's a it's a small part. It's a very you know? small part. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, and you you could probably even work on the crew and play Balin at the same time. You know, you could. Yeah. Yeah. So the and you can do. Both, I mean, thank you so. for pigeonholing me. You're welcome. <laughs> But you could do. I'm saying you're versatile. I know, but it, what it you're sounds versatile like, enough. What I'm hearing, what I'm hearing is, I'm really not good enough to step outside of my stage craftery. 
I could say a few things and still be a stagehand. <laughs> but I'm not really going to be an actor in your mind. <laughs> no, I'm trying to make the case for the theater uh-huh. to hire you. Oh. Because then you could hire one person More to do the work More likely to give me a twofer. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I get, give yeah. me a twofer. I get, yeah. That's where I'm going. Okay. Not that you couldn't play the role. Right. I mean, I'd love to see All it. All right. I got offended. I apologize. <laughs> okay. I got. I get sensitive about these I underst- things. Yes. Well, you. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. 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 yeah no, yeah. it was. It was intended as a compliment to your versatility. Well, I appreciate that. And not. A, a I'm little... hearing it now for the good intention that it that it had. Okay. And I apologize. That's fine. That's quite. I'm sorry, fine. I let you down. <laughs> you know, I know I let you down. I forgive you. <laughs> and then he starts into the rule. You'd yeah, that's right, which we covered a little life. bit. Yeah. yeah, and we'll keep the rest of that until next time. It's oh man. Yeah, but what do you? How, let me ask you this: yeah. What do you think about you know if you ever spent a day in your life? How uh, do you feel love about that? Because yeah. there's implication there, right? That it that it the day would be spent working, correct? Right, and he's yeah. never really done that, right? He's never been on a sit, which we heard before, right? You know, has this cocksucker ever been on a sit, right? Uh, and he's he's he doesn't have the training, he doesn't have the background in sales that right. these guys have, right. so he's never spent a day in his life out there on the street, right? Doing it. But that but that part is implied. And right. I love that about yeah. this line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The first rule you'd know if you ever spent a day in your life. Yeah, it's so good. But he doesn't need to say doing what? Exactly. We all know. Yeah. It's so good. If you ever spent a day in your life. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. all you need. And it's not just his career, it's his whole life. That's right. It's it goes beyond just <laughs> work. Yeah. yeah. If you've ever spent a day in your life being a man. Right, right. Well, having, you know what I mean? Having a trade yeah. or a craft or exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The first uh, having any sense at all, yeah, exactly. It's having really any great. sense at all. That's it's really great. great. Yeah, it is really great. I love it. It's so good. And that's the end of the minute. It sure is. But you had housekeeping. <sighs> you wanted to do. You all right? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm having a I'm having a sense of melancholy come over me. Do you want to talk about? Well, it? we're 82 minutes in. Yeah. Ricky's going into the office. I know. Yeah. And he's going to be gone for a few minutes, buddy. <laughs> and then when he comes back out. The cat is out of the bag. We, we lose Jonathan Price forever. Yeah, he's gone. Just recently. Yeah. We lose Ricky for a while now. Yeah. We already lost Dave Moss. We're, we're sliding. We are. We're, we, we're pinnacled, and I now we're... You. I know. I told you, once Williamson comes out of that office, and it's a slippery slope to quick. the end. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> we, we haven't seen the giant baby for, like, months. I mean, you know, Glenister... You, you make me want to throw the microphone down... And away, forever. <laughs> Every time you bring up the giant baby, <laughs> I want to take the microphone. I want to deconstruct it into pieces and parts, and, and insert them into your body <laughs> in a way that would make you bleed. <laughs> she would slowly bleed out because of the shards of my microphone, and we would never have to do this podcast again because <laughs> of your goddamn giant baby. <laughs> Are you happy? Well, um, this is because of your giant baby. <laughs> We haven't seen Glenister for a while. No, it's right, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once Dave Moss leaves, Glenister leaves too. I mean, yeah, it's true. You're right. You're right. And why isn't he getting more work? Speaking of you playing Balin, who's that, Bobby Glenister? Yeah. Well, how come we don't see him? Is like it Robert? It is Robert. Robert. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like I should be seeing him on TV. He's nightly. on TV. He is. He's on a show. Somebody what? corrected us. Oh, is that because right? we were like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And right. they're like, "He's on all kinds of British shows, assholes." Right. right. But I want him. I want him in my face. You want him in a, an American 
Coen well, Brothers movie that you can watch over and over and over and maybe. over and over again. Here's the real problem. <laughs> it's the only way you watch <laughs> anything. <laughs> but here's the real problem. I don't think I want the actual Glenister. <laughs> I think I want our Glenister. I want my imaginary yeah. Glenister yeah, yeah. to be with me all the our time. Our Glenister is like if he were on Benny Hill, he'd be that Glenister. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? <laughs> I want my uh, Glenister. Wacky. I want a Glenister in my pocket. Like I have the <laughs> Mr. T in my pocket. I want a Glenister in my pocket. So I can just pull him out and push a button and be like, what the fuck are you doing, you stupid cunt? You know what I mean? I just have that happen all the time. That would be great. Hey, won't you suck on my crank, you puff? <laughs> Fucking sick of you. <laughs> puff. <laughs> That's exactly what I want. I yeah. want to be able to push the crank button whenever I need, to, <laughs> whenever I need a little bit of Glenister in my life. That's what you say. Yeah. Push okay. the crank button. Yeah, you, can, you could make that for me. You're good at electronics. Well, you could too. Yeah, and you, will you do a Glenister? Yeah. Make your own Glenister in your pocket. Uh, okay, okay, I will. Pocket Glenister. <laughs> PG. <laughs> PG. Yeah. yeah. But it will not be PG. No, it's going to be. PG is going to be <laughs> rated R. Right. Or X, either way, one or the other. Oh, yeah? Well, I mean, if you say, I guess R, true. Yeah, yeah, R, yeah, yeah. We could be. I mean, unless you're uh, going to show visuals <laughs> no, of not showing visuals. Glenister. <laughs> no. Doing anything? No. Yeah. Okay. No. Just R. Ra- yeah. Let's go with R. Ra- you got that right out of the way. You're like, I don't. Someone's gonna say some shit. And I'm just gonna say doing anything because I don't want to hear or picture what he's about to say. So anyway, did you want to cover your housekeeping? I do have a housekeeping. Forty-year-old men are so often wrong. So here is our housekeeping song. I was so upset that nobody. Nobody that works on this podcast <laughs> had any idea where the thermometer came from. Yeah, that's disappointing. Right? Yeah. We How should, disappointing are we? We should know that. And this was episodes ago. So not yeah. only did I not know at the time, we've also done other episodes where I could have amended that and did not. <laughs> that's so. okay. We've let a lot of things go, to be honest. But who did it? Who did it? Why? Where did it come from? <clears throat> hey, let's, let's take a step back again. What oh. was that you say? What? What's that you say? Who, who was it? Where did it come no, from? No, no, before that. We let a lot we, of things yeah, go. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Uh-huh. What do we let go? I don't know, but I'm sure there are things. We don't let anything go. <laughs> <laughs> this is Zumbo Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't let anything go. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> right? Yeah. We don't let that go. Okay. That's why we're back here at Thermometer. Because <laughs> I don't let it go. I can't. Okay. So, Galileo Galilei. Yeah invented something called the uh, it was not the thermometer it was the thermoscope oh and this was very similar to a thermometer except this the scale of measurement hadn't been laid out so what galileo galilei did was he put alcohol in a tube and that got affected by the heat and so you could measure the difference like from day to day okay i'm you know the alcohol in this tube is lower Slash higher. So it measured the relative. So you measured the relative distance given a baseline. Okay. But it wasn't until Santorio Santorio came along. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? In 1612. Santorio Santorio. That's right. All right. What, do you got a problem with that? <laughs> well, it, is, it's, it seems redundant, <laughs> for one thing. You seem redundant. <laughs> That's how they named them. Okay. They didn't have a wine gardener type stuff. No. It was just there was a Santorio, and then there was, then he had a kid, so that kid was Santorio Santorio. <laughs> okay, got it. You know, yeah. what, I, you know yeah, what I mean? I do. Yeah. 
So, like, but he came up with the scale of measure within that glass tube. So he actually made the first thermometer. Okay. Did so? Did he come up with the idea of degrees? I, sort of like I, uh, I think to measure temperature. The first. I don't know if they were actually called degrees, but yes, he okay. came up with degrees of difference that could be counted on every time it was fifty degrees. It would read this on his glass tube. Gotcha. So you could deviate from that. And I guess years later, we had Fahrenheit and Celsius come <laughs> up with other ways. That's to measure absolutely it. right. Okay. Yeah, he was. His was the first way. Okay. Yeah. Santorio, Santorio. Santorio, Santorio. <laughs> That's right. The only problem with Santorio, Santorio, <laughs> of course, was that he was a hothead. You know, he had a bad temper, unlike his brother Michael Santorio. Why are you saying this? And his brother Fredo Santorio. Oh, Santorio, I get it now. Santorio. <laughs> he, you know, and he got really angry because people didn't like his degrees. <laughs> and there was this other family that had an idea for the same thing. Yeah. And so he went to go on the toll road through ancient Rome. Here we and go. They, they, they took care of him at the toll booth. You're, li- you're like Fredo. What? <laughs> I break your heart? You are like Fredo. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kiss you on the lips <laughs> and tell you you broke my heart. <laughs> but you know how Fredo was considered like the fuck up? Yeah. 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 What? That's all. <laughs> end, end of argument. <laughs> I will say the first mercury thermometer came around in 714. So Santorio Santorio did his thing like 1612. Like that was the initial. But like you get your first, you get your first mercury thermometer with like, the gauges and the degrees and the and the whole the whole shot, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, right around seventeen fourteen. Okay, A.D. Okay, yeah. So not so how that, sweet is that? That's pretty cool, right? And there was a lot of stuff going on then because you had your your Ben Franklin's and who all doing like all sorts of stuff. Like you had your Ben Franklin's. Well, not too in much 1714? later. Not too much later than that. I mean, in seventeen seventy six, he was pretty old. He was in his sixties. <laughs> I or guess whatever. that's true. So uh, in his youth, I'm sure he was inventing lots of shit. <laughs> so um, it seems logical that you know, but he had nothing to do with the thermometer. Just, no, just not to be at clear. all. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, keys and lightning all day. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we are in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I so. know. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's a guy. There's a Ben Franklin impersonator that rides a bike around Philly, and it's the greatest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> when you say bike, you mean bicycle? That's or? right. Okay. And he rides a bicycle and he's got like a little boom box and it's like, it's really tricked out with like red, white and blue shit. Oh, and he, nice. his boom box is playing like the national anthem all the nice. time or like, you know, it's, it's a little bizarre, but a little much, but you kind of love when you see him. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there are a few of them that do it, right? I mean, it's gotta be, or is nah, it just, just one, one guy? guy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow, he cornered the market on Ben Franklin, eh? Well, I mean, there's tons of Ben Franklin impersonators, but like those guys will like take a subway to work, change clothes, <laughs> right. go out and do their job, go yes. home. This guy just, that's what he does is ride around Philly on a bike being Ben Franklin. Oh, okay. So there's only Got one it. of that guy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He has cornered yeah. the market He's on that. He's not what you would call sanctioned <laughs> by any entity. Right. The Franklin family that's is right. just like, oh, God. No. Yeah. He's not associated with the. Uh, Anything independent, small, anything like right, that. Right. He's just just some idiot on a bike with a boombox. You, you look, you say idiot, I say uh, forward thinking genius <laughs> <laughs> to each his own. <laughs> but there you go. That's I just wanted Thank to get you. us on stable ground thermometer wise, and yeah. now we can move on comfortably. Okay, good. And we can know what the temperature is while we do it. Yeah. And now we, you know, thankfully we don't have to refer to some nameless guy named Therm. 
anymore because we right. know we have Santorio, 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 Santorio in our back pocket. That's right. With our Glenister. That's right. So we're good. That's right. Fucking Santorio. Hey, fucking you, Santorio. You're pretty good, eh? Hey, it's a fucking. You measure the temperature. Nah, you fucking cunt. <laughs> Damn. Glenister's an angry man. I mean, but you're bringing him a thermometer. <laughs> What's he got to be angry about? Well, I don't know. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that's real nice. I, yeah, I made it for you. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have it. no degrees you yet, but I made it for you. <laughs> it's okay, you know, it's okay. You, it's you a guess. pretty good. It's a pretty good. You, you guess, you know, yeah. it's a little hotter than it was yesterday. <laughs> I don't know, maybe not. I can't tell because there's no degrees on it. Santorio, Santorio. There you I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's the best. That's good. Well, there you go. All right. And uh, and then in the next minute we have that we'll learn the first rule, and there's a lot that goes along with that. Well, that that rule is it's hingy. Lots of stuff hinges on exactly that, right. Lots of stuff we've talked about already. Lots of stuff we're gonna talk about. Precisely. Yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. There he goes. <laughs> like he's hanging up the goddamn phone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, we're all good here. Nice talking to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm done. I'm done if you're done. I'm done. All right. All right, Santorio. Bye. Bye. Bye.